Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. I'm really grateful, actually, that we've been confronted in the last few years by the reality that our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world are undergoing severe persecution and tribulation. What we have to understand, though, is that the Bible separates out for us a period of time, seven years in length, at the end of this age, when it just seems like the enemy is going to be turned loose against the people of God. It doesn't take much research to find several accounts of severe persecution happening all around the world. However, it's important that we don't base our eschatology on these accounts. In today's message, Pastor Robert teaches us that while we do indeed have horrible persecution, the end times will be much worse. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to the 13th chapter of Revelation, and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. Thus, he said, the fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all other kingdoms shall devour the whole earth, trample it, and break it in pieces. The ten horns are kings who shall arise from this kingdom. And another shall rise after them. He shall be different from the first ones and shall subdue three kings. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High and shall persecute the saints of the Most High and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, times, and half a time. But the court shall be seated, and they shall take away his dominion to consume and destroy it forever. Then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. This is the end of the account. As for me, Daniel... My thoughts greatly troubled me, and my countenance changed, but I kept the matter in my heart. In other words, Daniel said, this whole thing kind of freaked me out, really messed me up. But I, I, just, I just kind of tucked it away and, because it's, this was something that, that the Lord showed him. It was for later. This was for the end. And now in Revelation, we're given a little more of the same as, as more is being revealed. One of the things that we see here is that during this time of tribulation, you know, there are going to be those who will actually come to know Jesus Christ, will be awakened quite possibly by the rapture. And so after the rapture, they'll put their trust in Jesus. But when, it's going to get ugly. It's going to be really hard. It's going to be a much higher price to pay for being a follower of Jesus Christ during that seven-year period than any of us as yet known. And, and yet, you know, the Bible tells us that we can expect persecution. 
Sometimes people want to argue against the rapture by, you know, by saying that, that Christians are already going through tribulation. And it's true. It's absolutely true. All you have to do is watch the news. You know, I'm really grateful, actually, that we've been confronted in the last few years by the reality that our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world are undergoing severe persecution and tribulation. What we have to understand, though, is that the Bible separates out for us a period of time, seven years in length, at the end of this age, when it just seems like the enemy is going to be turned loose against the people of God. And there's going to be a time of tribulation unlike anything that's ever happened. Jesus said in Matthew 24, it's, it's, it's going to be unlike anything humanity has ever experienced. It's referred to in one place as the time of Jacob's trouble. God is going to take the church off the planet, but when that happens, many are going to wake up. Next week, we're going to take another look at the 144,000 who were sealed by the Holy Spirit. And we talked about the fact he makes it very clear in an earlier chapter that these are Jewish men and women, or actually Jewish men, 144,000 who are sealed. They're protected through that time of tribulation. They're not the only ones who turn and put their faith in Jesus Christ. There will be others. But all of the others, the Bible seems to indicate all of the others will be killed. The 144,000 will be protected and will survive through the entire time of tribulation. This is going to be a, a very difficult time. Revelation 13, 7 says, It was granted to him, to Antichrist, to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe, tongue, and nation. All who dwell on the earth will worship him whose names have not been written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. But guys, listen, you know, I, again, I, I started off by saying, I think we, sometimes we can get bogged down in some of these things. And, and what do we need to take away from this right now? The Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist is already hard at work in our world today. And rather than trying to figure out what all this means, 666, the mark of the beast, all these things, you know, and, and getting bogged down in the, in, the, in the symbolism, I think we'd be better off to think about what he's doing right now in our world. Because there's a choice before us right now. Whether we'll try to save our life, as it were, by submitting to the spirit of Antichrist, sticking our heads in the sand, taking the path of least resistance in our culture, which is what I see far too many doing. At one point, the Bible tells us that friendship with the world is enmity with God. And it seems to me that the vast majority of People who claim the name of Christ and attend churches Sunday after Sunday, they, they don't seem to understand that. Friendship with the world. What, what, is, what does that mean? What, what, it, what it means is actually being aligned with the culture around you, in agreement with 
you know, like walking alongside of in, 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 in friendship with your fallen culture. He says that's actually enmity with God. Better to choose the path of eternal life and accept that that may very well bring trials. It may very well bring suffering. It may very well bring persecution. The Bible says all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. And yet as I look around today, I really don't see that many of those who say they're my brothers and sisters in Christ in this world today suffering any persecution. They're, as a matter of fact, what I, what I see quite often, and, and it, to me it's, it's heartbreaking and, and a little frustrating, a little exasperating, you know, when I, when I see so many people attending churches across the United States of America who don't look any different from the people who never go to church. The culture who has rejected Christ, to me, often the, the church, the Christian culture, if you will, doesn't look any different. Or very, very little. I see very, very little difference in the choices that are made, in the, in, in, in the worldview, in the, in the attitudes. You know, there's such pressure to conform to this politically correct spirit, which is anti Christ. Back in 1991, Dr. J. Vernon McGee, he was quoting Bishop Fulton J. Sheen, but he, he, this is the quote. 1991, the Antichrist will come disguised as the great humanitarian. He will talk peace, prosperity, and plenty, not as a means to lead us to God, but as ends in themselves. He will explain guilt away psychologically, make men shrink in shame if their fellow men say they are not broad-minded and liberal. He will spread the lie that men will never be better until they make society better. That's a huge, such a profound statement. Antichrist will spread the lie that men will never be better until they make society better. One of the loudest cries of our day is the cry of social justice. We're so glad you joined us today for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com, and like our Facebook page. Keep up to date on everything happening in Main Thing Radio and receive a dose of encouragement right on your newsfeed. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. We are blessed to be a part of God's kingdom advancement through these broadcasts, but just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? This month, we have a special thank you gift. For any donation of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of Randy Alcorn's book, Heaven. This book shares insights, research from the Bible itself, that give us a picture of what heaven will be like and may challenge some of what you previously believed about our eternal home. 
This gift is yours as our way of saying thank you for your donation to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.